Imagine having the life of your dreams. Not temporary cash and glory, but happiness and inner peace. Explore new ways to be a creator and take your own journey into greatness. Is it possible? What does it take to make that happen? It takes the person known for extreme results. He's called the cage breaker and the ultimate catalyst. Coming back from the brink of death and now crushing it for himself and his clients, this is your Ultimate Life Podcast with Kellen Flukiger. Hello there and welcome to today's episode of Your Ultimate Life, the podcast dedicated exclusively to helping you create a life of purpose, prosperity, and joy by serving with your divine gifts today. I'm super excited to have a guest, a woman uh, who I met a little while ago uh, with the opportunity to be on her podcast, and now she's here on mine. And uh, her story's amazing. Her determination to do good and add good to the world is astounding. Welcome to the show, Victoria. Thank you so much for having me. I really appreciate it. You're just more than welcome. I really enjoyed our conversation uh, on your show, and this is going to be a lot shorter because mine's a shorter format. But uh, this is all about creating uh, positivity out of adversity and making the understanding and choice to do good instead of be defeated by struggle. So we hear a lot of hype about ultimate life. And, you know, a lot of people online are selling all kinds of stuff. Um, I define the ultimate life as a life of purpose, prosperity, and joy created by serving with your divine gift. How would you define the ultimate life for you? I define my ultimate life being able to pay it forward, help others find their inner light and just bring more positivity into this world because there's so much negative. I love the pay it forward and help others find their light. Talk a little bit more about that. What drives you to want to uh, help others find light? Like that's a powerful phrase. Why do you do that? I survived domestic violence. I've had to have over 100 surgeries to correct the damage that was put upon me by my ex-husband. And I did it alone. I was a single mom of a special needs child for 14 years. And I would not want that on anyone. So I try to advocate. I, I, well, I do advocate for other domestic violence survivors and for special needs families. But I want these individuals to know that they have such strength that they have such a beautiful inner light that no one has the power to take that away from them, that they are strong enough to conquer the situation and to move forward and enjoy their life. I had everything I wanted except a family. And then I got with this monster and I got pregnant, which is what I wanted. I wanted to have family. And then I lost everything. I, I left my corporate job and I lost everything, but now I'm in a better place and I'm happier than I've ever been. So a lot of people that had lost their job, lost their family, lost everything but your your child and had all this stuff heaped upon them, a lot of people would have had that as a beat down that left them uh, bitter, angry, hopeless, blaming God, the universe, the economy, the world, the government, all the evil things that wherever they are. And you didn't do that. Why not? Um, I know that I have a purpose here and that God kept me here to serve my purpose. I was given a 2% chance of survival and I beat every single odd 
they didn't think I would make it through the first 24 hours in the last ICU stay that I was in. And I have overcome uh, many, many physical challenges. I've had, um, I'm partially paralyzed. I'm now hearing impaired. I have metal everywhere. Um, but I'm still here and I'm here for a reason. My daughter overcame every single possible challenge. They said she wouldn't talk, she wouldn't walk, that she would never eat, um, that she wouldn't come out of the NICU. And she did. And she advocates as well. And she's such a spirit to be reckoned with. And because of that, and because of being able to provide someone the resources of realizing if I can do it, they can do it. It's just a drive. And if I didn't take it this stance, then I would continue to allow someone who didn't have the right to take things away from me to continue to do so. There's a powerful message that you've just shared that I want to make sure gets underscored. The allowance, I mean, everybody, every single person in the world that ever breathed air has stuff happened to them that they didn't ask for, they didn't want, didn't deserve, whatever that means. And, you know, it's heaped upon them. And your story uh, is bigger and worse and, or, you know, more of it than most, uh, including, you know, the thing about your daughter, the, the situation. And I've seen, you know, the, the video that was made by the character Aram in Blacklist for your daughter. And the beautiful, hopeful person that she is, that you choose to be. And if anybody ever re had a reason to give up, quit, shrivel up, you know, yell and blame, it would might have, could be you. Um, so we hear a lot of conversation about this ultimate life, live your life, live like you want, follow your dreams and all this kind of stuff. Do you believe that it's possible to live that life every day of purpose and joy, or is that just hype? I absolutely believe you can. Tell me more about that, because that is such a powerful truth or untruth, depending on where you are. And I want you to tell me more. Why do you claim such a bold thing? Because nobody can tell you how to walk in our shoes if they haven't been there. And when, as a parent, and you watch her child literally code to the point they go gray and the doctors are telling them to call it. And you have that one resident that says, I can't, I can't do it. And I'm on my knees begging and pleading and crying. She's going to make it. She's going to make it. And she comes through and they say, she's not going to talk. And she speaks. I mean, yes, we use different words instead of I need, she'll say I want. And, you know, she doesn't have a tongue, but she's drinking and she's eating and and it's mind blowing because people don't even realize you use your tongue to bolus your food, to bolus your liquids. And she's doing it. They've done medical studies on her. And for her to be so resilient and fight as hard as she has, gave me even more strength because there was times that I was beaten so bad. Honestly, I would lay on the ground coming in and out of consciousness and wish this is it. I can't do it anymore. I just want to die. And then I would feel like little fluttering kicks. It's like, you're not the only one here. You need to to fight for both of us. And I did. And we literally survived the worst of the worst. I mean, I was in the ICU bed. I was like literally vomiting stomach lining at this point. Um, I had a blood clot that they couldn't put a filter in because of me being pregnant. So I was getting heparin and Lobinox alternate injections. They were trying to enhance her lungs with steroids. 
um, literally I was unrecognizable. And it, the thing to me was, I'm here for a reason. All I've ever wanted in my life was to be a mom. I'm here. We're going to make it through it. I'm not going to let this monster take away my dream in life. And so that's what drove, what actually drove me to get to where I am. So I want to repeat a little bit of what you just said. On the floor, wanting to die, people use that kind of language in all kinds of situations. And yours was very urgent and very serious, physically uh, damaged, emotionally obliterated, not knowing how or when, but somehow responding to your own spiritual yearning, the little motions of the baby within you, the, the, essentially the divine call mm-hmm. manifest in little ways, in bigger ways, to say, I'm not done yet. So tell me why it is so important for me, for the listeners, for others to understand that they all, we all have that divine invitation. Why is it so important for us to say yes? Because people don't give themselves enough credit. They don't see the resilience and their strength from within. And even on your worst days, you've survived a hundred percent of your worst days so far. And that is a very powerful statement when you hear it. You have survived a hundred percent of the worst of the worst days. And if you can survive that far, And I've had, when I talk to people and I speak in front of people and they're like, well, it's been so bad. It's been so bad. I've had a broken jaw, broken nose, broken shoulder. I've been stabbed a dozen times. I'm coming in and out of consciousness. I'm laying on the floor, bleeding in sections of a body that should not be bleeding. And I, I, I'm here. I've watched my daughter come in and out of consciousness. I made a deal with the devil. I made a deal with my ex-husband that if he stayed away from my stomach, I wouldn't fight him back because I knew When he would wake me up in the middle of the night, straddling me, hitting me in the face to go get him some water, that this was going to be a fight or flight. And it was. And to enjoy life, you have one chance and you have one heart. And if you carry all that hatred in your heart, you're preventing yourself that happiness that life is all about. You should just enjoy life, enjoy what life has to offer. And for me personally, there is nothing better in life than the laughter of a child, than to be able to pay it forward and help somebody in need, to watch them find that inner spirit and inner life again. When I work with the special needs community, those children celebrate every single day of life, even if they know it's only another month they have left here on this planet. They still are the happiest kids. And how can we as individuals be so self-centered that we can just let these little tiny things bother us to that extent. When you watch this child who will do anything in the world to make you laugh, to make you smile, and they know they're not going to be here with their family in a month. So you've asked a really powerful question, and it was rhetorical when you ask it, but I'm going to ask it again and have you talk about it. And that is, you said, when we see uh, these children, you refer to special needs kids who are stunning examples of resilience and determination. When we see them do all this stuff, and stuff is the big word that means all that amazing stuff, how can we possibly 
you know, com- grumble, complain, give up, whatever, you even finish the sentence. So answer that. When we see that, how is it that we do that? How can we? Because you see people do it all the time. So how yes. can we do that? What's going on that makes us give up or sort of give up? And what can we do about that? Personally, I think that everybody has their own individuality about them. And some people are hung up on materialistic things. Some people are hung up on the premonition of the impression that they put upon on others. Some people are all about their stature. Uh, I don't care about the materialistic thing. I don't care about um, what people think about me. I I don't care. Um, I've had every name called at me. That's fine. But it's the fact that if you can look at a child and see what they're going through and know even a tiny bit of their history and then still be so shallow in your ways that I really do. I feel bad for you because I feel like you need to take a minute and remove the toxins in your life. And maybe you're not at that place yet where you realize that I can live a great life. I can be happy, but why am I carrying around misery? I don't need to carry around misery. You know, your things that have happened in the past happen they can't be changed. You can't write, rewrite your past, but our next chapter is blank. So why are you going to carry all that negativity into the next chapter? So I love that. And thank you. You've mentioned a couple of times about allowing the past to go away. And that's true, whether you were hurt by someone or something else like you were, or whether you hurt others and you're carrying around a great pile of self-loathing and self-hatred, carrying that anger, negativity, baggage is guaranteed to do one. One thing it will never do is it never changes the past. It never fixes whatever you did or whatever anybody did to you. It never does that. But what you can be guaranteed that it does is prevent you from the joy that you could have today, from the love and service you could offer to others, and from being your very best self. So that right there is reason to dump it, don't you think? Absolutely. One thousand percent. So tell me, what is your favorite thing that you're doing right now in your life to add good to the world? Tell us the things that you're doing to add good to the world with your story, your circumstance, and your situation? Honestly, I am trying to find ways to get onto a bigger platform to bring further awareness. So many people don't realize how many people are going through domestic violence. If it's one in three that's reported, what's not getting reported? The special needs community, the rate of domestic violence in that community is even higher the frustration and stress level in the family is is much higher in the special needs family. To be able to, every Christmas, my daughter does a fundraiser and we raise toys um, for kids that have special needs and their siblings, because a lot of time the siblings are forgotten. My um, company is about to start putting on summer camps and we're doing it for the special needs and we're doing it for the siblings. We have support groups and social groups so that everybody can meet one another. And it's a safe, judgment-free, bully-free place. We're welcomed with open arms, unconditional acceptance. Uh, We've noticed that to get a service dog, 
for when I would get a service dog or my daughter was going to get a service dog. It was a five-year wait. And that's a long time for an adult, yet along with child. So my husband and I have actually turned our backyard into an entire kennel uh, process where we are starting to breed golden retrievers and we are going to help place them with the families that need them so desperately. And my husband was an officer and then he's also a canine handler. So he is helping with that as well. But we've been doing this all um, out of our own pocket this whole time. Um, But we really want to be able for everybody to see this happiness from within this very close-knit group. At the same time, I also want to help survivors get back on their feet, realize that they can be on top again. They can reclaim their their light because it never went out. Even the darkest sky with one tiny star will light it up and they're worth it. I love that message. They're worth it. You are worth it. Listening right now, no matter where you are, what you've been through. So we're, we're, we're over time and which is fine. Can you tell uh, listeners the easiest way to find you, to learn about you, to support, to join you? How, how would we do that? Um, If you go to Facebook and you go to the group, a contagious smile support group, that is the Facebook group, um, www.contagioussmile.com is our website. My book is on Amazon called Who Kicked First. And when you reach out to any of us, you will get me. If you reach out to me, you will get me. You're not going to get somebody else. And also our podcasts are a contagious smile where we'll get to hear yours here as of next week. Wonderful. So a contagious smile on Facebook uh, and the podcast, uh, Who Kicked First is the name of the book, which is the details of some of the story that she's told us. I want to thank you today for your love, for your kindness, for your heart, for the determination and joy that you bring to those you're trying to help. Thank you so much. All right. So I want you to let's pay attention. The, uh, Victoria is an astounding example of someone who simply made a choice to not let the past control her, to go forward and create beauty and hope and love from a difficult place. And in that way, when you make those choices too, you can create your ultimate life. Open your heart in this time Thank you for listening to today's episode. We hope that you take it deeply into your heart and decide for yourself how you can create anything you desire. If you like what you heard, please subscribe to this podcast and share it with your friends. As always, we'd love to hear your feedback and topic suggestions. Until tomorrow, this is Your Ultimate Life with host Kellen Flukiger. Stop.